0: Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with the topic, will GTA 6 be the highest selling game of all time? So Sunny tweeted out, these are the 10 highest selling games of all time. Where do you think GTA 6 will land on this list in due time? GTA 5 still holds the record since 2013 for the fastest selling game ever. There's no doubt that GTA 6 will shatter this record. Will it beat Minecraft? Will it certainly beat the record that GTA 5 set? One advantage that GTA 5 had is that it was very very deep into the console generation so everyone had the consoles at that point was there as much competition then as there is today like obviously it's gonna sell gangbusters but i just don't is it is it gonna be the fastest selling game do as many people have playstation fives and xbox series x's or whatever people still lack ps5s and xboxes even three years later because of COVID. i don't know the exact numbers but that is certainly going to hamper its ability to immediately smash gta5's record if they put it on pc immediately that's likely going to happen i mean because because the initial sales window for pc uh, for gta5 didn't include pc because it came a bit later if rockstar's only interest was in beating that record they just put it on pc as well immediately but i don't think they're going to looking at this list minecraft with 300 million copies i'm assuming this is just from wikipedia because it's sometimes hard for some games to know how much as truly being sold, like Wii Sports came with consoles, for example. But I certainly wouldn't be surprised if over the course of GTA 6's life that it outsold GTA 5, simply because there's more gamers now, and there are more people now. And GTA 5's existence for so long has enabled the fermenting of interest in Rockstar and the GTA franchise. So yeah, I I think it will ultimately outsell GTA 5, assuming it's even a decent game, Uh, especially because Rockstar seems to be suggesting that they want to continue to add to it. Some actual words have been said by people at Rockstar, that it's going to be a more smaller map, more interiors that you can go into, and they're going to build onto the map in future developments, right? So they're going to support the game moving forward, they're going to have the online as well, that's likely still going to be connected to the base game, and that's going to drive sales. And so eventually I think it'll eclipse GT5. but I'm not as confident for the first 24 hours. Why do you think that Rockstar might not put it on PC immediately? Of course with GTA 5 wasn't it waited because lack of PC power compared to console? No. What? There's like, some PCs at least are always stronger than consoles. Did they ever give a specific reason why they waited for PC? As far as I was aware, it it's because of just the port. You can't just pick up game and move from console to PC. Developing for PCs in general is harder because the hardware is so inconsistent. You gotta make a game that can work on Timmy's basic bitch PC he got given for Christmas and million dollar Joe's fucking monstrosity of a PC that you could give to NASA and, or whatever, right? And as well, GTA 5 was delayed by a year if I recall correctly, so. Yeah, so I guess we'll see. But I am confident though that GTA 6 will beat Minecraft. Cause this dude, DarkViperAU on Twitter said, if this post gets one like, I will personally buy 301 million copies of GTA 6, so it beats Minecraft. Kiflon. Doing the Lord's work, chat. Could a Michael DLC be coming to GTA Online? So gaming detective, on Twitter said, I'd love for Rockstar to release a Michael DLC for GTA Online this winter to probably finish off its storyline. It'd be a great final DLC for the game. That would be followed by the GTA 6 marketing. Here's hoping. And Ned Luke responded, wouldn't that be nice? Five stars. People are looking at this and saying, well, Ned Luke is saying this, so it must be, he must be suggesting that DLC is definitely coming. But if you go back in my ramble series, Ned Luke has done this before, like a year ago. Like, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but Ned Luke clearly wanted to come back in GT Online for one last hurrah, and who the fuck wouldn't, right? And given how much time has passed since he did that before, I assume that he was just trying to drum up attention, drum up, interest that Rockstar might respond to so they would actually make the DLC and who can blame him? (laughs) I would do the same thing. He has never specifically confirmed that it's coming, although that video of him saying I'm going to LA that might be suggestive of something and as I say, I think it makes sense for Rockstar to have Michael come back one more- one time in in GTA Online considering that they already had Franklin and the previous DLC with the Fooligans was obviously meant to be for Trevor, but I, I guess Stephen Og didn't want to come back. There's no obvious story that Michael would have in GT Online, but obviously they can make something for him because he works in the movie studio business now. So he makes movies and stuff. So it'd just be some story about some asshole wants to stop a movie and Michael's like kid help me out kind of stuff and we just be the new Franklin kind of thing. Like what would I want other than that in the story? I want to see Michael's accountant. Mentioned only once in the mission Father-Son, I want Michael to get his boat back, or to get a new boat. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, considering that Rockstar is definitely very much so focused on GTA 6 now, by no means guarantee that we will get a DLC for Michael in GTA Online, but I hope we do. Regardless, would be interesting. What is the definitive ending of GTA 5? I'm curious as to what ending is canonical for GT online it references C as canonical well there's no there's a variety of reasons I think I think someone made a video on it but Tao Cheng talks about how he survived a shootout at the resort that you go to to um kill his father in um in ending C in episode, the I mean he could just be talking about a different shootout that happened there but it seems obvious that, um, that that's what the ending is meant to be. Do notifications actually help engagement on YouTube and Twitch? Very few people acknowledge or click notifications for the stream. For Twitch Controls Chaos Mirror World, first dual stream with YouTube, my followers that I've reached was 25%. So 181,963 followers have notifications turned on. Of all of those, a thousand clicks. So one in every 182 people. But surely like some people as Kat is pointing out would dismiss the notification and then just go in the app themselves. I'm not sure how clickable many notifications are or they will, you know, dismiss it, go do something and then come to the stream, whatever. But there's also probably a lot of dead accounts that are getting these notifications on like dead phones or whatever. That's that's bumping up those numbers. Most people would have countless different creators whose content that they watch either on Twitch and YouTube and if you had even a reasonable fraction of those turned on, you'd be spammed with notifications all the time, right? Personally, there is no creator that I know of that I watch that I'd be willing to turn on notifications for them. I'm a person who, when it's time for me to watch content, I look what content is available. I don't drop what I'm doing to watch people do stuff. The one exception might be is if I see on Twitter that a big Smash Melee tournament is happening, I'll be like, oh, it's happening right now. So I. to check it out and I might spend an hour or two watching it. I would have liked to have seen the most recent Big House for example, Big House 11 or whatever, but other than that that's it. Previously I talked about notifications on YouTube and I knew that the amount of people who had them turned on was available in the analytics for YouTube but I just couldn't find it and the reason for that is it was in a different session. One of my mods was kind enough to find it for me though, Seek. Subscriber bell notifications. Subscribers who turn on all notifications for your channel. Typical on YouTube is 10 to 30%. And for me, it's 17.8%. Subscribers who turn on all notifications for your channel and enabled YouTube notifications. 5 to 20% is typical, I have 10%. So I'm in that typical range. So that's 250,000 people who can potentially get a notification. I release like 15 videos, not including any shorts a month. And of all those notifications, so what's 15 times 250,000 and I get 75,000 views specifically from, the, from those notifications, not much. As we said before though, it is possible that people see the notifications and just go open the app and then go watch the thing bit. And for those curious, 57% of my watch time is from people who are subscribed and 43% from people not subscribed, which is probably a good mix. You always wanna be, be reaching new people, which a person not subscribed isn't necessarily a new person but they, it's representative of that being likely. Am I going to complete Red Dead Redemption 2 this year? So I put this out on my community post. My current goal is to complete First 2.0 and Red Redemption 2 by the end of the year. I am working on both chat. The next thing that I play will be Red Dead Redemption 2. First 2.0 I actually worked on a little bit yesterday in part because the other two things I was meant to be working on, I ran into roadblocks. And so I just went down my list of things to do and I ended up at First 2.0. Pacifus 2.0 for those who don't know is my First series, but just one additional video to update people on solutions that have been found to a variety of different kills and to explain why some kills it's like impossible to avoid them i also put this on twitter i will play and finish red redemption 2 before GTA 6 releases to which ned luke responded such a bold challenge he clearly being sarcastic but uh he doesn't know man it's it's gonna be very hard for me man (laughs) i mean the game is like 40 something hours he knows yeah he might he might know Especially because, like, a lot of Red Redemption 2, of course, is mainly the story. And so it's not something I'd normally be comfortable streaming anyway, in a way. Because I, in a lot of it, it would just be experiencing the story. And I guess the end video I make from it will just be, like, highlights from the entire thing. Because I'm not going to make a play-by-play series for it. Or oh, maybe I will, like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's been out, what, five years or something now? 2018! <laughs> yeah, so it's not like me making a video on something is going to, like, spoil the story for anyone. But, um, we'll get there. My Patreon is closing down. So for those who don't know, I have or had a Patreon, depending, depending upon your perspective, because I've announced that I'm closing it down. I was getting like 420 bucks a month from it, which is a fair amount of change, and I do appreciate everyone who supported me over there for as long as they did. I've had my Patreon for, I guess, as far back as I can remember. In my early streaming days when I needed well hopes that I get like a couple more bucks so I could continue streaming. I, I got it through Patreon. I, I might have had like 50, 100 bucks a month or something. And that mattered back then. These days though, and for the for a very long time, I've considered that I didn't really give people who were on my Patreon any sort of value. I barely used it. Like I would post early access stuff there sometimes. And uh, especially with when I would do pass first, I would give them an earlier version and hope and-, and ask them for feedback and stuff. But ultimately, The people who signed up for my Patreon largely did it because they just wanted to support me and they didn't like, maybe they didn't want to give Twitch money or YouTube money or whatever. But uh, at this point, I want to announce officially that I'm closing it down just so people don't have expectations or won't feel dismayed signing up and being like, yo, where's all the content? So I've made like the only tier like, hey, this Patreon is closed down. And and so I put an announcement on, on Patreon itself. Hey everyone, I've decided that it would be best to discontinue this Patreon. You have never gotten your money's worth here and the changes to YouTube memberships means that I can more easily give people the benefits that I made available here sometimes. Priority reply to comments, add rambles, suggestions, members only access to my old live streams, early access to new videos, all my emotes for my YouTube live streams. If you want to end your Patreon support and join there so I can actually give you some benefits for your money, feel free. If you just want to end your support entirely, that is cool as well. And then I gave a link to my memberships, which is here. Like previously, it wasn't possible to set something up as a member-only video and then schedule it to release to the public. But now you can do that. That major change has made it so it's a lot easier to give people early access rather than what you had to do for Patreon, which is like relink the video to that. I continue. I won't delete this account because I'm grandfathered in on their very, very old revenue sharing plan, as I may need this account one day but I won't be posting here anymore. I greatly appreciate all the help you've given me over the years and that you very few people have gone to greater effort than anyone else to support me financially. I'm flattered you went to such efforts and I hope you felt it was in some small way worth your time. I will do my very best to continue to make content you can enjoy. All the best and thank you, Matt, EU. And post this a day ago and it's, uh, it's response is only from like 12 people, right? There's 123 paid patrons and the amount of engagement on posts is extraordinarily low i see that for most patreons like people can have like a thousand people supporting and someone release content there and you'll get like a hundred likes or something even less it's because i think most people who sign up to a patreon just want to be like hey here's a few bucks in exchange for the content that you make people sign up with very few expectations most of the time yeah and so like like for example this kind of statement here Matto. i don't agree that i didn't get my money's worth i know that supporting you here allows you to make the content i so love on youtube and that's worth it for me I've supported you on here for a while, even after becoming a channel member on YouTube. I've only rarely made use of Patreon uh, itself, mostly to watch new pass vids, but knowing that I'm supporting one of my favorite content creators is worth something too. It's just the feeling of giving to something that you enjoy. The thing I'm saying there about grandfathered in, usually what happens when a website changes its payment plans for newer members, older members who had the previous payment or revenue shares or whatever, they get to keep them. And I'm not sure what the current revenue sharing is on Patreon, but I have the best one. Like they only take like 5% or something of the money that I, I get through there, which is obviously better than um any other service, but it's just too much for a pain in the ass to use. And I have not ever used it enough so yeah, better to close it down. And it's not like I advertised it all that much. I, I don't think I advertised it really at all in the last five years. So for you to have found this and given me money through it is uh, some commitment. Arcane, one of my favorite series is coming back. So November, 2024, Arcane is coming back. They've released a 15 second small clip here. Are you seeing nothing? that is too far away, that's an entire year. Why are they building up interest now? (laughs) I love the first season chat. When I look around for stuff to watch, I think to myself, man, if only I could find something as good as Arcane or Cyberpunk Edgerunners, is that an anime? I think technically anime is stuff made in Japan. So people get kind of up in arms if you say it's an anime. But yeah, basically, if you haven't seen Arcane, or Cyberpunk Edgerunners, I highly, highly recommend them. They're just so good. I think anyone, regardless of your interests, would find those series amazing. The animation is just so perfect and the stories pull at your heartstrings. I don't look forward to much chat. I'm a jaded guy, apathetic, but I I, I look forward to this. I can't wait. If you're familiar with Ubisoft franchises, I recommend watching Captain Laserhawk. You've heard that a few times. But only if you're fine with characters being killed left and right. People are saying it's like poor man's Edgerunners but it was in the making way before that. Last time I brought, oh, wait, 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 no, I have I have watched this. Yeah, I just got to the end of this, actually. I watched this two days ago. I had seen images on Twitter of Rayman as apparently a villain. Like, here's him in his underwear snorting cocaine. And I was like, where is that from? I, I guess I don't really care, but I was recommended this by my TV. Like, when I opened my TV, it's like, here is, stuff that you might want to watch and recommend stuff from Amazon Prime, Netflix, YouTube, or can't remember the fourth one. But this is what I recommended. I watched it. It was quite good, but not like insanely good. It was nowhere near as good as Edge Runners. Nowhere near, but it was worth a watch. I'm considering buying a teleprompter. So Elgaso, for those who don't know, have released a teleprompter. A teleprompter is a thing like that most people use when they wanna have a script and read from the script but make it look natural. So down here will be the script and it like gets reflected by this mirror. And so you can look here and see the reflection of the script as it moves down and, and you can read as it scrolls. It is harder than you might think because you gotta get it at an exact right pace And when they're doing it by themselves, they have like a little remote that they can scroll back and stuff like that. I personally have never used something like this. I've tried. The things I've tried though didn't really work well for me and I don't make much scripted content. So I'm not sure if I'll end up getting this or not. I might grab it just to experiment with it. Like I do have a room in there with a green screen that I've (laughs) never used. And this could be useful for that purpose, but. So will I buy one? Probably. Will it change anything about the content I produce? doubtful. I am not a person who is very good at reading at a particular pace. I'm just not very good at scripted content, which is why it's so hard to make the essays that I do for anti-react stuff, but I force myself to do it anyway because I think it matters. Or at least I hope it matters. Put myself out of my comfort zone to do something that I think matters. Hopefully. The struggles of trying to be healthy. I gotta say this chat, attempting to be kind of healthy is really time consuming. So today, for example, my alarm went off at 9 a.m. And like I had a shower and then answered a few messages. I guess there's too many to get to them immediately because I have to go for a walk. Going for a walk is like 30, 40 minutes there and 30, 40 minutes back or something. And I have to eat when I get there. And then when I come back, I have to have my health drink stuff, that AG1 stuff for nutrients or whatever. And they have to have another shower because my body is prone for pimples. That's what all this shit's about apparently. Look at that, (laughs) too much skin. But all that combined takes like two and a half hours. It's part of the reason why I stopped going for walks and shit, because it's just so time consuming. You are gonna have done with that two and a half hours chat? Stuff, other things, important things. But at this point, I guess I'm hoping that spending that time going into the sun and stuff will make me feel better for the remaining hours of the day, so I'm more productive in those hours, even though I'm giving up some time otherwise. Answering your most interesting questions. You could write a Rambles book with all the Rambles content. At times, maybe when I'm feeling particularly beheaded, I'm like, man, I should write a book with all the amazing things that I've said over the years in my live streams and whatnot. But one, like, I doubt there's much such material. And two, like, who's going to read that book? Like, you just watch the videos, it's far better. <laughs> as we previously discovered with Destiny's audience, like, reading books is a, a dying thing. Like, people aren't reading books as much these days. Okay, that's that's nonsense, right? There is still a huge audience for books. I mean, Brandon Sanderson making fuck tons of money. People are still definitely reading books. Like, you got Kindles and, and stuff like that. I just don't think there's a market for random GT5 former speedrunner sayings about life. Like, there's that's not a market for that. You are like the only main Dark Viper around. Ever thought of removing AU from the name similar to how Modest Pelican removed gaming? It's already in my rambles from a couple of years ago, but there is another somewhat prominent Dark Viper who ended up changing their name to DV Plays. I believe his, his name is, he uh, does Roblox. But I think he still has the Dark Viper Twitter handle. I know he has the DV Discord name, but obviously getting a particular name that has no addendums to it, is very difficult. When I play a new game, it is usually the case that Dark Viper is already taken because the name Dark Viper is just uh, two words combined together. It's not particularly creative. And so endless different people over the world have names like this. Like I've talked to the Dark Viper on Twitch. When I was trying to get the name Dark Viper on Twitch, I contacted him, he didn't get back to me. He hadn't gone live in like so many years. So I said, Twitch, look, the, the, the account's dead. Can you like give me the name? And they were like, no, it hasn't been long enough. Eventually, he came back and streamed some games, and I talked to him like, hey, how's it going? And I don't know if I had the name Dark Viper AU at that point, but he obviously wasn't going to give it to me, so. It's just easier having the name Dark Viper AU. When people say Dark Viper, generally, they think of me. And I don't particularly dislike the AU. Like, I think the associations with Australia are pretty good, and it can lead to a bunch of jokes about gold and stuff. Like, there's some weaknesses in the brand, because, like, you say Dark Viper AU, and they could be like, what? A-Y-O-U or whatever. It's like, no, no, Dark viper A-U, just the letters. It's a, it's a little bit of annoyance, but in general, I don't hate the name. Even though I, as that clip from Longo shows, I did think I would hate it, but like I'm throwing no shade at this dude. Like he, he, just like me, just wanted to be a streamer, wanted to chill, play some games, do well. Didn't work out for him. It worked out for me and that's unfortunate. Um, I mean, it would certainly suck to compete Branding wise, but I never wish failure on anyone who's well-meaning right he, when I talked in the little that I did He seemed like a chill dude. Do I ever think of myself as dark vibe AU? Sounds like that whole um. There's a clip in some Batman animated show where someone's inside his minds or Pretending to be someone based on things inside Bruce's head and he keeps being referred to as Bruce Bruce Wayne and so Bruce Wayne knows that this person can't be real, because in his head, he thinks of himself as Batman. And he calls himself Batman in his head. So he's like, ah, it's fake. (laughs) Why were you so sure those voices weren't coming from you? Well, first, I know I'm not psychotic. I hope your other reason's more convincing. And second, the voice kept calling me Bruce. In my mind, that's not what I call myself. What do you call yourself? Oh yeah, I suppose you would. Do I think of myself as Dark Viper AU, to the same degree that I think of myself as Matthew Judge? No, but I do think of myself as Dark Viper AU. It would be weird at this stage to change my name to anything else. I've been referred to that so much for so long. I mean, changing to Dark Viper would be obviously palatable, but I honestly think of myself as Dark Viper AU, not simply Dark Viper, Dark Viper AU. I've typed it tens of thousands of times at this point. So I do think of myself in that way. I may be the only Dark Viper, but you don't want to be the only person pressing that like and subscribe button. Thank you for watching, and I wish you all the best.